0: Other songs that have the word "drum" in them.
1: Yes, I am a drummer with no references to other songs with the word "drum" in it. what Wha?
0: Well, just shot that idea down.
1: Yep, I already did my improv show for the week.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just I just thought we could we could be light, mix it up. I have no idea what to expect from this podcast today.
1: I think that a podcast is like making your favorite recipe you know at first you you start following the recipe very carefully and then after a while you just sort of know it and then you start improvising and sometimes that turns out great and sometimes you screw it up and make a big inedible mess but uh you never go back and look at the recipe
0: well you got me there right were i a cook right this would really resonate deeply you could i like your haircut thank you All right. I do. I, I'm. I'm more a baker than a, than a cook. Some would even say a master baker. Mm. No. No. If you're
1: that good, you should be on Clash of the Cupcakes.
0: <laughs> oh man! You already predicted what my oh, what I was going to uh, uh, refer you to today.
1: Well then, let's break with form. Let's do referrals now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so my referral is season two of Master of None, which you clearly already have watched.
1: <laughs> uh, I haven't finished it yet, actually.
0: It's so good. It's so good. Very Italian.
1: I really even
0: when they're not in Italy, it's Italian. I
1: really appreciate the feeling of that show. It has a. It has its mm-hmm. very. It has a, very much its own atmosphere, and and you can. I don't know. It's it's almost got a meandering through new york in the fall regardless of where they are or what they're doing that's kind of how that show always feels to me
0: i'll take your word on it
1: yeah it's i uh, haven't
0: meandered in ages
1: (laughs) i'm much more of a saunterer these days
0: see i yeah i'm i'm i I have a little bit of a canter to my step really i thought you
1: strolled girl you seem like a stroller to me
0: i I, i'm i'm actually a strutter (laughs) i i hardcore strut i i'm like john travolta up in here with my strutting
1: being held captive by scientology
0: uh no i was thinking more like saturday night fever mm. walking down the street i really if, if i'm ever introduced in a movie i would love it to just be a feet shot of me stroll of me strutting and then eventually it's me and i look like a, a complete and utter dork <laughs> like most like most times
1: So the, the feet are strutting pretty well, but as it, as it goes up, the body's getting more and more out of, out of proportion to what the feet are doing. So your knees are kind of going back and forth and your hips are kind of swinging.
0: Limbs akimbo. I, it's clear I do not know what to do with my hands or my head. Like it's just, it looks sort of like a baby deer learning to walk. That's me.
1: So cute and on the nature channel.
0: (laughs) Yep. Exactly. I dig it. Um. How's New York going? Does it miss me?
1: It does miss you. It's so, it's so sad about it, it started crying. It's raining. And then
0: it wouldn't stop.
1: Apparently. Uh, it's like New York. But Calm down.
0: I've never been in New York during a flood warning. It's fascinating.
1: Yeah, it's a little... I don't know. The, the weather's a little depressing right now. But it got, like, real hot. It was like ninety five for two days in a row. It's like yeah. back down to sixties, and it's time to rain.
0: Yeah, Eric sent me some photos. I was like, "That's not New York. I was just there, and it was ugly." That's Austin, Texas. New York's never ugly. <laughs> no, it's yes. Uh, so, what what's your recommendation today? Your referral, your whatever.
1: This is uh this is how in sync we are. My recommendation to you is season three of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
0: I just started that. I I couldn't. I was so tired last night. I didn't finish Kimmy as a feminist, but
1: it's a good episode. I like I'm, that episode a lot.
0: I'm liking the entrance of David Diggs as like the romantic love interest.
1: I just want a scene where they're riding a train together and they call out a, a stop. That's uh, Lafayette. Just cause.
0: Lafayette. Be... Yep. yep. No, I got it. I be got nice and meta. <laughs> I really like that Xanthope is back. Cause I feel like season two struggled not having her in, cause she's in one episode. Yeah. And I feel like honestly having the dynamic between her and Kimmy is really great because we can't just rest our laurels and just hope that Lillian and Titus will guide us somewhere.
1: No, it's not. I mean, if you're waiting for Lillian and Titus to guide us, I, I mean, I'm most of the way through the season, and she's said "run, Lillian" too many times. They took a great joke, and they're just kind of running it into the ground. And I feel like, yeah, some of that happens a little bit, but there's some new stuff that I'm I'm very much enjoying. Some casting, some exploratory things. I like Kimmy in college, um, a lot. I like her on the rowing team. That's uh, yeah. rowing crew. That's just. Terrific.
0: I have to say, I didn't have a whole lot of expectation for this season because I didn't like season two that much. So, yeah.
1: This gets. This hits like the middle ground. It's still got some of season two's problems, but it feels more like season one. Especially the cold opens, I think, are a lot better this season than they were in season yeah. two. Yeah.
0: I thought it was an interesting. It was interesting for them to do the Orange is the New Black crossover.
1: <sighs> I'm. I don't know. Did you see that uh, clip that came out of the TV upfronts? That was, orange is the new Black Mirror. No. They have Pousse and Tasty playing the two, uh, the two women from that episode of Black Mirror in the eighties. With... Uh, San... Oh,
0: oh, San Junipero. God, yeah. best episode of Black Mirror because it's actually kind of not as depressing.
1: Yeah, playing the the two girls from San Junipero. It's uh, it, they're like meeting in the bar and having rums and cokes. <laughs> they're dressed like those two. It's pretty funny, but it's oh, still okay. I'm like um, oh, but also kind of tragic and sad. Well, yeah. Boo I
0: I will admit that I didn't watch the last season of Black uh, not Black Mirror. I watched the last season. i watched watch it again. Um, of Orange is the New Black because I knew that she was gonna die.
1: And it's rough.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like, it's like, it's just, it's too real. Like, it was just a too real thing. Like, some of the stuff that happens, it's, it's, it's big enough that it doesn't hit home as much. But yeah, and I mean, like, it sounds like it was very good. I wasn't a huge fan of how Caputo heavy it was at the beginning of the season. So I didn't really I didn't really get too invested in it, but also my sister watches TV loudly. I was going to make some sort of reference to something else, but I'm like, no, she's just very loud. Um, And so I know when something's happening, if she's watching a show ahead of time, which is why I really try not to watch the same shows as her sometimes, unless I'm going to watch them with her. Gotcha. But so I was well aware of what was happening on Orange is the New Black because (laughs) of her her yell talking
1: peripheral orange is the new black
0: mm-hmm.
1: just sort of like, there.
0: when of you asking. hear Anne in the other room going no 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 and then start sobbing yeah you know that you're probably never going to watch that tv show again
1: yeah i mean it's it's really hard when something gets spoiled for you especially a tv show where it's hours of investment versus yeah. you know, a movie. Oh, okay, I'll I'll give you two hours of my life if I know the twist. It's yeah, maybe. But twist.
0: <laughs> twist. Um, so how is New York? How is how is life? How is writing? How is your Netflix binge watching? <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
1: um That good see yeah. Um I just had a meeting with uh, my friend and partner shanna um the movie that she wrote and i'm helping her rewrite and we're gonna co-produce
0: the one with the dog
1: no different one okay different one the one with um all song lyrics
0: yeah no i remember you you vaguely have mentioned a little bit of it
1: i wasn't supposed to say his name clark will teach you how to bleep (laughs)
0: i'll i'll just edit it out
1: no, but it's a it's a really unique project, and the rights holder has agreed to another meeting, so Ooh. we're moving forward in the process at sort of a breakneck pace. It looks like this could be shooting next year early.
0: That's exciting.
1: Um, yeah, so got that, setting up a meeting with another producer. Um, he just reached out to me this morning, which was kind of cool. Uh, doing a little more train writing, reclaiming my train time, and telling work that they're Emails can wait.
0: Your train sitting was very different this trip around. I mean, to be fair, I only was in a train with you like three or four times, but the level of sighing is far increased this uh, year. Yes, yeah, so like that.
1: Yeah. It's like every 10, 15 minutes, just something stupid. Like, oh, no, not isn't. even.
0: I felt like it was every subway stop, something showed God. up.
1: Yeah, especially that Friday because I was I was like I'm out of the office. It's in the calendar. You're getting auto responses. Don't keep emailing me saying I know you can see this. I'm like,
0: ah, like I half expected you to get like a text message from that one coworker that said, "Hey Dan, I forgot how to breathe. Please remind me."
1: Honestly, I I would not help him. I would I only want to stop him from breathing. Um. It was good. I got some good inspiration on uh, on Sunday because I got to go see one of my heroes live and in person, the one, the only, Mel Brooks. So that was pretty cool. Um, that is cool. Yeah. This uh, wonderful guy in my acting class, Anthony, retired doctor who's been acting. Yeah, the older life. gentleman. Yeah, the older gentleman, The yeah. like my East Coast dad. He's uh, He's stellar. He knew I was really disappointed when I missed Mel Brooks last fall when he was in town with Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. So this time was Young Frankenstein. And so they played the movie in this in the New Jersey Performing Arts Center, which is an incredible facility. It was stunning. And afterwards, he came out for about an hour and 15 minutes and told some stories and then did audience Q&A. People wrote down questions ahead of time, and the guy on stage selected them with him. And man, he's... Still with it. He was stumbling a little bit at the beginning, where I was like, "Oh no, oh, you're you're really old." But holy crap! I mean, he was improv, like he was responding to these questions live, and just was so on top of it and so clever, and just he told some awesome stories and some great jokes, and he cut himself up at one point he would just he like couldn't go on he was laughing so much at something he said it was so adorable but i went with cameron um but the yeah the guy in my acting class bought me two tickets and the book about the making of the movie and just gave them to me after class oh yeah i cried straight up cried
0: i would cry too
1: and i had to hold it back during it because it was it was one of those like oh, you're a real person. You're not just this figment of my imagination or this idea in my head. I was like, no, Mel Brooks is real. And he's like, right there. He's right there. Um, But listening to him talk about the writing process and the filmmaking process, he made Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein in 1977 in the same year. Like,
0: Dude's a fucking legend.
1: Absolutely. And that's how it felt. I was like, this is like watching Da Vinci paint. Mel Brooks is telling jokes in front of me, and it, it, it's live. It's it's happening now, and I just, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to do. I just, I don't know what to do.
0: I really thought you were going to say, it's like it's like watching The Da Vinci Code. I'm like, yes, it definitely moved me as well.
1: No, there was an albino sitting behind me.
0: <laughs> uh, if I had a nickel.
1: Oh, God. Clark! ha huh? <laughs> yeah so that was that was super inspirational and uh That's awesome. working on writing a few other things and trying to minimize how much this work stuff drags me down and sucks out my energy but you know hanging in until other options can be found god i really hope no one from work listens to these
0: <laughs> i'll i can edit it if you want no nah,
1: <laughs> no it's fine they know everyone knows i'm burnt out it's all right.
0: Like everyone knows that I have a lot of a uh, a lot of angst.
1: So angsty. How's your yeah. angst? You feeling yeah. angsty these days?
0: Oh, uh, you know. It's sunny. It's beautiful and sunny in 77 right now. So it's hard to be angsty in that because Seattle yeah, everyone's just happy in the city when the sun comes out. And then I'm like, "Oh, I have neighbors." <laughs> Cuz, you know, forgot about that. Uh, no, I mean uh i think like going away for a few days was good for me i had a lot of processing i needed to do that i didn't really realize that i needed to do and it's kind of continuing as i'm here and focusing trying to be really present in the next few months but i'm also trying to be very direct about my needs and expectations i've Had some like kind of mild frustrations, but I feel like I've been really good at like laying out that I'm frustrated. Whether or not that's helpful to anyone, who knows. But I could tell that 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 sort of stress, those stressors and those frustrations were affecting like my ability to write. I hear that. So yeah, I think, and I mean, yeah, like it's like with your work and I definitely like wasn't giving myself enough time to read and like really think about things. It was just weird being on my plane ride back to, uh, to Seattle from New York. I was on this very, very small airline. Um, and, uh, it's Minneapolis based. So lovely little airline. So great, but like no frills on this airline. And so I was either listening to podcasts or audiobooks, or just like staring out the window and thinking, I mean, to be fair, I slept for part of it, but it Still. was, uh, Yeah, because I mean, there's something, it was interesting because over those, the course of like five days, I saw so much different terrain, like flying over and into Denver and then flying from Denver to New York and then flying from New York to Minneapolis and then Minneapolis to Seattle, just so much changes. You like cover all this ground and you see so much land and it's not my typical view because I, my normal flights are a a red eye to New York. (laughs) or a red-eye to Texas. So I'm very used to the org driving or flying down to like LA. Sure. And so, which is also, I have to say, a very fun flight because lots of beach. Mm. Uh, Life's a beach. Uh, You're the biggest. Right? Uh, So I think just having that time to just stare out the windows and process everything was good. Having alone time in New York was good. And also, like, seeing, like, family and friends that I either haven't gotten to see for a while or that I, you know, don't get to see often. It was definitely cathartic for me in some ways, and it was really helping me process the fact that there were certain things I wasn't happy about. And I made a lot of decisions on that trip that I put into action once I came back. And, I don't know, I'm feeling good. I've been very, like, introspective, kind of keeping to myself. Because I'm still trying to, f- I, I'm trying to find some inspiration for a few things that I need to finish. Because I really, it's hard. Because I'm at, at war with myself half the time where it's the productive side of me. who mm-hmm. likes to check things off lists. And the creative side of me that wants to write something good and from an honest place. They are like at war right now in my brain. And it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, just a kind of gamut of uh, creative and work-related and uh, relationship-related changes. Good.
1: Setting some boundaries?
0: Yes. God knows I need them.
1: Tell me about it. It's hard, especially when you you want to be not even productive, but feel like you're moving forward. And the only way to... to move forward and to progress is to take on and do more things sometimes I feel that way is like I'm only as good as my next project or my next idea and it's hard when people are like hey you know it'd be cool you know it'd be great and then you've got umpteen things on your plate and you're like wait did I don't I
0: want to be doing this yeah. I no mean, that's why, why I, I, I haven't really this? started too much new stuff yeah lately because I thought also about doing another podcast but It's one of those things that you have to find one the right creative partner Mm -hmm. and i've lucked out but i mean (laughs) you know it's uh it's tricky and you also but like i also want to make sure i'm dedicating the time that i want to to the other projects because i've definitely noticed things like kind of go to the wayside
1: yeah the more more stuff you have going on the harder it is to just follow one through which
0: hey (laughs) we're
1: pointing out the obvious (laughs)
0: i'm hoping in the fall i'll be having a little bit more time to put towards creative endeavors i can tell already the next few months are gonna be a little bit nuts but i'm gonna try my best
1: that's all i can do right
0: yeah right i'm trying to go to a lot of like shows and i want to go to like some plays i want to go to some comedy shows i want to go to some concerts and just sort of that's what inspires me and I wanna get back into that. I'm seeing Father John Misty on Wednesday.
1: Ooh. Do you have your tickets for Here Lies Love yet?
0: Mm-hmm <sighs> It's a it's a birthday present for my mom. Shh
1: Quiet. Don't don't listen.
0: No, what's funny is I sent out a message to all my siblings like with birthday ideas because my mom had some like rough ideas and so then I was doing a lot of searching and I was like, is this the kind of wallet you want? Like, is this the car detailing you want? Like that kind of thing. And sent it out to all my siblings and I was like, here's the ideas. And I'm like, I'm taking mom to hear Lies love. So, and then (laughs) mom came in, my mom, my mom came into my room and was like, thanks so much for sending out that list. Cause I had sent it to her too, cause it was so automatic for me to like cover all the bases. That's funny. Uh, and I and I just looked at her and I went, "Shit!" Oh, <laughs> uh, it was it was ridiculous. But
1: I'll I'll tell you an email faux pas. I just um, I sent an email to a woman named Jennifer Allen about uh, some staffing opportunities for friends of mine, because she runs a staffing company, including including your wonderful cousin. And I hadn't heard back for a while, and I was like, that's really weird. And then I got an email this morning from the other Jennifer Allen in my email uh, address book, who has no events experience, does not do <laughs> catering. I'm helping her put on an event. She's like, well, I don't know if I know anyone who's looking for catering staff, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep my ears open. <laughs> I was like, well,
0: uh. done fucked up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, love it. Less than ideal, but
0: uh. I, have, my, my, my. Uh, Social media faux pas is often when I try and search my mom's for my mom's Facebook. I, I search mom, <laughs> and then my like, Facebook doesn't know.
1: I uh, I have the same problem sometimes when I'm in a hurry and I need to text my wife. I forget that she's not in my phone by her name, and I'll look at yeah. it and be like, "No, I don't want to send a message to her iPad. Stupid phone. Read my <laughs> mind, hand brain." <laughs>
0: My favorite thing of recently, my with my new phone is just hearing what how it pronounces people's names, because I'm like, that's not even close.
1: uh uh-uh. Uh-uh.
0: No. Oh, hey, I got my I got my other movie. Um, oh yeah. So now I'm I'm officially settled. Good deal. Yeah. You're yeah. all Spielberg up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't end up getting a Spielberg film because technically, I already have it. <laughs> the one that he was going to send. And so he decided to send me one, uh, one of his favorites that he doesn't happen to own. Ah, and so he could get the really, digital copy. But really what it was was he was just getting me one that I wanted. Cause I was like, by chance, do you like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? And he's like, you know what? That's actually my favorite movie that I don't own. And I'm like, you're a liar, but thank you for <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's funny. I shall now watch it. Um, yeah, he has his moments. He got my mom La La Land for Mother's Day. It was pretty adorable.
1: That is that is cute.
0: Um, But speaking of really creative re- script writing, I have a quote for you.
1: Oh, do, yeah. Later on, man.
0: The point of good writing is knowing when to stop. Lucy Maud Montgomery. What, what? Anna Green Gables. Yeah, which apparently has two... Redo's?
1: yeah, I guess there's, there's a uh, Netflix
0: series, and then there's yeah. like the new one that's with Martin Sheen as Matthew.
1: Yeah, I think that that came out, that one already came out, right? The Martin. They're Sheen both one. out. They're both out, but the Martin Sheen sure one was like out. Last Thanksgiving or something.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was like right at the cusp of 2017.
1: Yes, there are multiple Ands with E's at this point.
0: I am not related to one of them.
1: No, no, you are not.
0: Anne was commenting the other day that this person that knows her quite well and who often has to write her checks. uh, I just left that up for so much interpretation. But (laughs) she she, uh, still spells Anne's name wrong. Uh, She spells it with an E and she's like, it's weird because it's been like a long time. And they're like Facebook friends and just uh, it's just it's sort of one of those things. I'm just like. You get these things into your head, assuming they're correct, like you pronounce someone's name wrong. That's normally my deal, pronouncing a name wrong, but like being so unabashedly sure that that's how the name is pronounced, and that's, then you will defend it to the edge of the earth. Absolutely. Something like that.
1: Or like an obscure fact that you misheard one time, but you're sure, because it's interesting to say at cocktail parties. It's it's, like that. That's true.
0: It's like that Sinbad movie, Shazam, that we all apparently thought existed, but doesn't exist. Damn you, Shazam. And Uh, I I was like, sure, that that was a thing. Like, I had a long conversation about how my world was shattered, because I was sure that I saw that movie several times as a kid.
1: I, I think everyone in the 90s is just like racist and nostalgic and just for like yeah sure that that was a movie that existed right i'm sure that the history
0: about. is racist and nostalgic yes true words never spoken
1: yes 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 oh my yeah there was something else that just popped into my head that i really wanted to talk to you about and it's it's dissipating like steam from a
0: i just want to like pop. rope it in
1: yeah what was it it was uh
0: uh your uh, your you were cast as Marley in The Christmas Carol.
1: Oh, no, but I am in a reading of a new musical by the illustrious Cameron Faring.
0: Oh, nice. Mm-hmm.
1: That's coming up soon. Did you
0: talk to Cameron about doing a theme song for us?
1: Uh, yes, and he will and after he said, June
0: 23rd. <laughs> and he said no.
1: He said, uh-uh. He's like, maybe for a good podcast.
0: <laughs> we, we got all gushy about Cameron and a few other people on Dizzy Channel because we were talking about our new logo and how people just keep doing these nice things for us. And we're like, why are people so nice to us? We just get drunk and watch DCOMs. We That's are contributing nothing life. to society. <laughs> Although it was the most, we just struggled so hard on our last movie. It was so bad. I have never watched a movie and just had nothing to say.
1: Really? That bad? I was just
0: like, no. And I wasn't like, I ha- I didn't have enough to drink. So I just, I couldn't, it, even, like, our our side sideways conversation was just, like, eh.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: Yeah. It was just, it was a really bad movie. But, hey, we never have to watch it again.
1: Hooray! Um, I went to a white trash party on Saturday.
0: I know. And, I saw pictures.
1: Yeah. And I, I created a uh, Staten Island native who was a, uh, a real piece of work. His name oh, is yeah. jo- Johnny. Johnny Skeeky. Uh, but all his friends How call do you him... spell that? Doesn't matter, it's Italian. Okay. Um, but, uh, all his friends call him Goose. Yeah. Like it's... Top Gun? No, because all he drinks is Goose and Sprite. Oh it my was...
0: God. Did you do that to stick to theme? All
1: night. That's all
0: you drank? Oh, damn. No, no,
1: no. No, that's not what I drank, but I talked like that, and I stayed in character oh. all night. And it was, uh... It was a it was a fun little uh, little improv game I was playing by myself with nobody else <laughs> participating. It was like doing a one an unsolicited one man show.
0: So I just imagine like John Mulaney going out into the crowd as his old elderly character with Nick Kroll, mm-hmm. and uh, like just sticking with it.
1: Yep, it was about like that, but more offensive,
0: I guess. I, I would expect nothing less of you. Oh my god! Thank
1: you. You're
0: welcome. Racist and nostalgic since 19, what, 90? 90, girl. That's what I thought. The math was hard.
1: Super hard. The struggle was real. The struggle was undeniable.
0: Well, I just had to think, two years after I was born, 90.
1: Nice. So you're Reagan on Bush 41. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. I was given unbridled freedom. Yep. I didn't know what to do with myself.
1: You were like, "Hey, look at this shining city on a hill. This is just terrific."
0: It's like our president was a movie star. <laughs> we now officially have two divorced president, uh, two presidents who are divorced. Like we, and uh, while well, they're in office, that was the yeah. thing that Reagan was was he was the only divorced president in office.
1: The Eighties were weird, man.
0: Yeah, right. But. It, it was. It stayed the same though for quite some time, and yeah. gotta love. But that, what that's Hollywood a talking point. It
1: was like a divorced president. Oh, like,
0: Oh my god, yeah, that's definitely the only thing people are talking about with our president.
1: Totes. That's that's the main talking <sighs> point.
0: There was a great tweet uh, by Kumail. I'm gonna pronounce his last name wrong, uh, so I'm just not gonna say it. From Silicon Valley. Uh, he, he basically, basically the tweet, I I retweeted it on my Twitter, but the tweet was something along the lines of, President Trump is going to talk about Islam in Saudi Arabia to Muslims. I am so excited.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (sighs) I don't like to get political. Who am I kidding? I love to get political. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: you just don't like it to get political on, on microphone. Well,
1: but I find the amazing... It's just an amazing time. It's just fascinating. Like nobody gave a shit about Russia when they invaded another country. And they might have potentially messed with our elections. And it is the end of the world. <laughs>
0: it's People, it's, it's nuts like it's so nuts and also it's just interesting watching like comedic news networks because they're like you know how we said last week was a bananas week well
1: it's getting crazier it's,
0: let's talk about it the FBI
1: SNL's is like we don't really know push. what to do with ratings like this like yeah. this is uh, do we have a Belushi on here what happened
0: Did you watch this last, the season finale? No. Best episode of the season. Yeah. They actually have someone that they can write something to like, to do something. Like he will do things. Like The Rock actually is pretty funny. And he is really easygoing on like what he does. Like, this is the same season that had Felicity Jones, who I love as an actor. But it was like watching a it was like watching a white picket fence that has just been painted dry watching that episode. It was just, I just wanted to hug her. Like, I felt so bad.
1: I wonder what's going on with her. I just want to set her down and be like, Felicity, I'm giving you the box set to the television show Felicity, and I think it'll help you figure some stuff out.
0: She, then She cuts her hair, and we're all worried about her because that's mm-hmm. what happens when girls cut their hair.
1: But then maybe J.J. <laughs> Abrams would want to work with her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember clever. what I wanted to say to you. Okay, Breaking
1: tell me. news. Okay. Breaking news. So, it's a sad story that sets up an interesting story. This was literally reported like an hour ago. Okay. Zack Snyder mm-hmm. is stepping away from the post-production and pickup shots of Justice League because and this is terrible and really unfortunate. His daughter killed herself in March.
0: So what?
1: yeah, they they shut down production for two weeks, um, and him and his wife, who's producing with him, Deborah Snyder, took some much deserved time off. But in the post process yeah. and everything, he announced today, uh, "I'm stepping away. I, we need to be with our family." You want to guess who's stepping in to finish the film? Josh.
0: Oh my God! You, I, I was gonna. It, it was between him and Nolan. I was like.
1: Which means he will have directed the Avengers and Justice League. Justice League. He this is, is like... the undisputed king of the nerds. Now, granted, he's not going to get directorial credit. This is going to be kind yeah. of like a Rogue One situation. I think he's going to do some re-editing and some tweaking and some adjustments.
0: But we saw how that worked in Rogue pick-up One. change the scotch.
1: Yeah, right? It worked pretty well. Um, but... Some would say. I... It's crazy to me. I cannot believe that Marvel lost him, pissed him off, and burnt him out. And now he's at Warner Brothers, and he's gonna. If this goes well, if he can fix Um, this movie, and like,
0: uh, oh my god, the 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 possibilities are endless. And can I just say, what a great time to be a comic book nerd. This time, this is our golden era. Like, this is like the 20s in Paris for writers. But for...
1: All right, easy does it there. Calm down, calm down. Can
0: you name a better time for us? Oh, uh,
1: well, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little verklempt just about everything. But I, I mean, thoughts and prayers with the Snyders. Obviously, that's so fucking terrible. It's just, it's going around. It's just been a very death-filled couple of months. I feel like
0: it's a lot. It's very overwhelming, and it's sometimes a scary thing to focus on.
1: I'm seeing more and more in my own life that there are no intermissions. There's no act breaks. Like stuff just never really stops there are brief pauses in the action, but overall it's it just keeps going. People just keep living and growing old and having babies or not, and dying and it's uh you know some, the profound musings of this schmuck from Brooklyn, but it's the passage of time post college has been insanely fast,
0: yeah, I, I agree.
1: I don't know where the last five years went.
0: Well, I mean, you started at the beginning, and Courtney started at the end, and you guys met somewhere in the middle.
1: We've been together longer than the couple in that show now. So,
0: hey, we good made on it. you. And um, from what I know, your personal life is much, much more stable.
1: You saw her bring me this delicious dish.
0: The delicious dish.
1: Mmm, yum. So out of the uh, TV upfronts, what new announced show are you most excited for?
0: Um, I have a lot of hope for Mindy Kaling's new show. Yeah. What's it called uh, again? Oh, God. It's, ah, shit. I'm going to have to look it up. I want to say it's like, I, I honestly, I want to say it's like limitless or powerless, but I'm like, nope, those are nope, not those. the, those are canceled, canceled shows. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Sorry. Um,
0: everything I think, there's so much stuff got canceled. Oh my god. And so the, they many randomly shows. made that one they brought that one show back. Mhm. Which I was like, "Oh, is that like it was it a good show?" I'm really confused what the deal with it is. But apparently people just really like watching rewritten history. I don't know.
1: I don't I don't understand it either. I Hey, But, you know, I'm, I'm as shocked as anyone that time after time, the wonderful TV show with uh, H.G. Wells coming to the future and trying to stop Jack the Ripper, who's also in the future. Oh God. And they're yeah, both I really sexy. I'm shocked that did not get renewed. I am shocked and appalled.
0: Champions is what the show is called. Mindy Kaling's new show, Champions. It looks like... It looks... It looks... <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gonna spit out a word there? <laughs>
0: um, I like how Mindy Kaling is as a writer. I get tired of her in series because she just has a certain... It's this adorable annoyance that isn't that adorable and like it was the way with kelly and like honestly the mindy project has gone off the rails at this point because oh, they just 100%. don't have a direction like <laughs> i have to say they have they had a Groundhog day episode and a yeah. switch body episode and i'm like what are you doing this is What's- not the premise of your show <laughs> it this is, is a it, weird narrative it has gotten so
1: far removed from i mean it is the still a romantic season. comedy in
0: i mean broad is it though strokes.
1: it is but it's really only in the fact that there's romance and there's comedy, so it meets the it meets the checklist in that regard. But it's I don't know. And writing out Danny, I don't know what that was about. I I, I don't, I know don't if that either. Was the actor I mean, he had a really what? But
0: and no, I think I mean his movie schedule. But I think they just were recognizing the dynamic between the two of them didn't work anymore. But I felt like they kind of had a missed opportunity with the told Jody thing. Mm-hmm. I think they could have extended that will they won't they thing for another season and then if they were gonna still end it having it that way i think brian greenberg is a uh, I think that's his last one yeah um who plays ben i think he is a really great character but he and mindy make no sense together i just
1: uh, it's my greatest fear is that a tv show will go on too long yep that's my greatest fear i, I just i live a very charmed life Uh, But I hate it when a TV show goes on past the passion with which it was conceived. It's like... Because
0: it seemed like they were super amped for Hulu for that first year. And mm -hmm. then they just kind of... They were all... Everyone was doing different things or something.
1: I don't know. It just didn't feel... I don't know if it's a showrunner shift or the writer's room changed drastically or what. But I love me some Morgan Tookers, but he can't carry the show. He can't. It's not called The Morgan Project.
0: No, and they've done some, they've made some really good additions and they've taken out unnecessary characters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which there definitely were a few of those at first. And they figured it out. And I think season two was a really like standout season. I think honestly, yeah, I haven't really felt totally attached for the last year with it.
1: I will say one show that wrote out a pretty big creative dip and has now come back drastically in my opinion is new girl the second yes. half of this season like since Jess came back it's been on point point. and the the way that they solved that they they solved the schmidt's name problem schmidt's
0: name thing was brilliant
1: spoiler skip ahead winston I, the answer was there the whole time it's so perfect it's so i it's it's perfect in its I simplicity i need to rebrand It's so elegant. It is so elegant. I just, I loved that solution to the problem.
0: It was so good. And honestly, like, they set it up because they weren't sure if they were coming back. Right. And so they set it up in a really great way Mm -hmm. to have the potential of just ending it and having people be okay. But I'm still curious about some things. Like, I am still curious about it. And, I mean, it's interesting because, like, everyone's kind of, like, an adult now. Yeah. Like, they're all kind of doing things. But I think moving Schmidt and Cece out of the house or the loft was good. And I think it adds new dynamics, like how they just showed up one day and they're like, "Eh," they're just like trying to "Eh," interject things. And they're like, why are you here?
1: (laughs) Go to your house.
0: (laughs) And like Cece finally having like a job that makes sense for her.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's done a a How I Met Your Mother more so for millennials, like a, a little more honest look at the post collegiate life among friends
0: well what's funny um, to me is they're supposed to be our age yeah <laughs> and that is sure. just, when whenever they say stuff about it i'm just like there's no way we are in any way like we're not even the same sh- species um like at least for me like and zoe deschanel is definitely far less annoying at this juncture I was re-watching the Prince episode recently because, you know, I'm a masochist for pain, and that episode is so good.
1: Ugh. Oh, Prince. Good night, so good. sweet Prince. <clears throat> what,
0: about, what about you? What is there a show that you are excited for?
1: You know, honestly, I will watch the first episode of uh, the, the Orville, the Seth MacFarlane Star Trek spoof, mm-hmm. and I will probably hate it but I will still go back because I loved Galaxy Quest so much and I know oh, they're developing yeah. a Galaxy Quest series but I really like good sci-fi parody I really do so I think if it's, if it's not terrible I'm gonna definitely head back to that one
0: alright I like the way you think
1: I like the way I think too it's very much in line with uh, my personality I guess I don't know. I don't like the way yeah. I think, in all honesty. Sometimes it scares me.
0: Yeah, when you were going there, I was like, I'm I'm really not sure where he's going to land on this one. Does he? Doesn't he? <laughs> so if you were to have a show, though, that you pitched this year, what would your show have been?
1: If I was going to pitch a show this year, based on what's been picked up, um, definitely not a time travel show.
0: I'm so fucking tired of the time travel shows. Can we not just let
1: it just let Doctor Who do it. Let the occasional Star Trek episode do it. But just just leave it alone, television. Like, come on, let's let's find out. We something don't, we're new. not
0: trying to rewrite history here. So stop.
1: No, if I was going to uh, pitch a show, I would pitch a um a psychological thriller about a first date Gone wrong, where uh, she's not really into him, and he's really into her, so she, you know, is like, you know, it's best if we're just friends, you know, whatever. It was an app date, so she ghosts, but he is unstable, and he will not And he wants to make
0: her a ghost.
1: Yes! (laughs) Working title? Swipe death! Which is how you say left, right? So it would rhyme? So it's... I can sell it much better in the room, but only at ABC. Only ABC would pick it up. It'd have to be a Shondaland show.
0: Yeah, I was about to say Shonda's gonna executive produce. Shonda, did you see? Did you see this show that's coming out like in like two weeks?
1: Her um, still star-crossed. Yeah.
0: The yeah the Romeo and Juliet one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my god! I'm not sure how I feel about any of that.
1: I don't know if I can handle it or not. I mean, I don't watch any Shondaland shows. I'm sorry. I just...
0: Our female audience is going to be very disappointed in you. They thought you were a little bit more woke. Uh,
1: I... I just... Uh, not, it's not for me. <laughs> I tried to watch How to Get Away with Murder, and I gave up after two episodes. I was like, I, I, I don't need this. I don't really Spoiler like... Spoiler alert, most some people television. die. <gasps> what? Do they get yeah. away
0: with it? Yeah, they do. How? Uh, I mean, they're just... They're very smart. Well, what's funny about it is at least in this most recent season of that show, like they're not very good about like getting away with it. Like no one's really getting away with anything. I think it should just now be called How to Get Murdered because that seems to be the trajectory everyone is on.
1: So it's just a step-by-step guide now.
0: Yeah. Is Dean
1: Thomas from the Harry Potter film still on that show? Do you actually want to know? Is he dead?
0: Yeah. He died this (gasps) season. His murder was the one they they were trying to solve. Gasp! Yes, there was an explosion, a house caught on fire. Someone that is was a pregnant. that is a
1: rough law school. I would not. I would. Yeah the go. the
0: the death toll is very high. I did not see that portion. Um, that portion of legally blonde. That is for sure. Emmett <laughs> secretly had like <laughs> he was doing some really intense. uh intense pledging to get into their really cool law club to do an actual case you're gonna have to jump off this building
1: I I don't I'm sorry I don't buy that bullshit I hate that stuff like those these sorts of things don't exist anymore nobody's pledging like this I'm sorry so traumatized I I don't
0: know
1: No. If you really—if they want to do a realistic depiction of what it's like to pledge and really get in, then they should just have somebody shooting bong water. That's... Ugh. Yeah. Real rough. Ugh. Real rough. Ugh.
0: The worst smell ever.
1: Yeah, I don't think anything can really recover from bong water. I mean, shag yeah. carpet actually gets stronger for it. It grows a little taller, but...
0: Yeah, it, like, becomes the plant in uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Feed me! Feed me! Um, yeah, I definitely think though, like the murder thriller things seem to be doing really well, and uh, the family oriented shows.
1: What's Build Me Your Sitcom Family or the 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 family drama Build Build This Family, yeah. family for Me? The this, is us family. the this also, Is did, Us family. Did you
0: see the trailer for Young Sheldon?
1: Yeah. What was that about?
0: Oh no, man! I don't know. I've it's never like, watched The t- Big Bang Theory.
1: Tonal shift much? I'm like, so we're gonna go from. The most successful sitcom on the air to a single cam, no audience, comedy, yeah. family drama? I don't Although know. Although
0: that kid, the kid that plays him, mm-hmm. he's 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 a force to be reckoned with. He's the new, like, Jacob, Jacob Tremblay. Like, he was in that show, Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. Yeah. And so he was in that. And then he was in something else recently, too. That's supposed to be really good. I can't remember what it was, though i'll remember it later and text you he was really um, good in
1: big little lies that was he solid.
0: is like that's a hard i mean like all the kids in that show the twins were like eh, but they were weren't really supposed to be terribly interesting but um i wonder if they're easier. scars
1: guards too there's just so many scars guards
0: scars guard
1: i like to think that that's the uh the scandinavian brand of scotch guard
0: I just don't even know what to do with that. So if I'm to build a TV show that I want to have picked up, I think what I would do is I would do like a dynamic of sort of like a brothers and sisters that show on ABC that worked for a while. But what I would do is like um, have it be mainly I'd say like three or four siblings, possibly all girls. um, Because I think there's something to be said about like that dynamic hasn't really been captured in a few years, but like, they're pro- probably, like, all raised by, like, a single parent. And then that parent dies. Mm-hmm. Um, But they have a younger sibling that's, like, 16. Like, the youngest of them is, like, 16. And so they have to basically figure out who is going to raise the youngest sibling for those two years before they go to, like, before they graduate and, like, get their shit together. So this idea of, like, it's, they're be a lot of like coming in and out of probably a house like that the main focal point would be like their old <laughs>
1: a lot <laughs> Sorry, of really. yeah, a lot a lot of coming and going from a house right maybe someone's going to where do they live somebody give me a structure a structure where people live uh, <laughs> uh...
0: no i mean like they some they'd set up in like their childhood home or something and sure. it sort of be the dynamic of each of them trying to figure out what kind of parent they are and then maybe, like, the oldest sibling ends up being pregnant. And it's, it's, like, a lot of coming of age, not just for the youngest sibling, but for all of them figuring out how to be a family without the focal point of their family.
1: So what I'm hearing is Fuller House. Ew. I'm kidding. I would never, I would never condemn your creative scope to that.
0: No, I'd have better characters.
1: Maybe better acting, better writing.
0: Yes, I'd have better, better laugh tracks as a nun. Oof. I wouldn't have. I would have no uh, precocious children.
1: So every time somebody kisses, there wouldn't be anyone going.
0: <laughs> oh. <gasps> um. No, there'd be no precocious children, cause that shit is just recipe for disaster, in my opinion.
1: Children, period, are a recipe for disaster. Just well, no kids on TV. That's an issue.
0: That's an issue to take up with your wife.
1: Yeah, she married one. God.
0: She must love kids. Apparently. Um. All right. So yeah, that's my that's my show.
1: Nice. I'd, fo- yeah, I'd, you know. I'd follow that. I'd watch that, especially if there was some sassy comebacks and sharp dialogue.
0: Of which there would be. I'd think like Aaron Sorkin, but a little less walking and talking, but still the very quick um the quick conversations.
1: Every character but is not super like, smart and always knows the right thing to say.
0: My assumption is like they were raised by a very smart woman. I write what I know.
1: Wow, come up for air. Suck up.
0: Hey man, my mom's a genius. Uh, genius. So, so Dan, I would love to uh, to now that we've talked about your fict- fictitious writing, I would love to hear about your actual writing.
1: Oh, now that I've now that I've pitched you my my terrible crime thriller. Yeah, set.
0: maybe read me a poem.
1: I'll read you a poem here.
0: You read me a poem.
1: Pour yourself a, t- a cocktail. Dan's gonna gonna read poems now. See, I don't know why. I don't know what that's about.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: Shay, yeah. Shay. Apparently, I'm just in a weird voices kind of mood. So, there we go.
0: When are you not?
1: I can't recall ever in my life not wanting to do a weird voice.
0: I actually really want you, if I ever did get like a Lifetime Achievement Award or anything, I want you to do the voiceover of like the things I've done. Okay. Or like if there's like a, uh, but I want you to do it in your Sean Connery voice.
1: For requesting the most obscene coffee foam art that anyone had ever heard, Adair Rice has been acknowledged tonight. For having more pugs than should be allowed by law, we honor her tonight. For being friends with Daniel Crary, which was in itself an act of public service, we honor her tonight.
0: I do what other people are afraid to do.
1: Okay, I'm going to read you my poem. Do it. Alright. This poem is called For Sport. Rabbits get their hearts exploded. That's what they say happens in a greyhound race. White on clay with a storm of drool behind. Bells, dirt, and a death by fear. Facts and rumors sold at five to one odds. Foxes are torn to pieces. The hounds prize for miles run and songs braid. Red on orange as a snout descends. Through leagues of thickets and bramble snares. As the jaws nick a spiral fracture graze. Bulls are slain with a sword to the back. Lances already at home in the flesh of the beast. Crimson capes, tassels of gold on lace. Dressing a new inquisition in morbid habit. A living pincushion for these tailors of death. Roosters slice each other to ribbons, our steel grafted to their fatricidal claws, switchblades carving blue feathers, the sand littered with bloodied clumps of down, as if a boa had been stripped at a ruckus party.
0: my first thought when I first read this a few months back was Dan knows a whole lot more about dead animals than I do. Yep. Which I mean, things, things we knew. Uh, I, what inspired this? Like, I know obviously like the line and everything, but like, what inspired this? Cause I have been fascinated with this poem since you put, po- you put it up on the blog a few months ago. Thank
1: you. It's one of my favorites from the spring. Um, Mine too. Part of it is going um, truly vegan and watching way too many uh, documentaries about uh, animals being slaughtered. And by watching them, I mean coming in at the right parts while Courtney's watching them and going, oh, God! Um, So there's that. But also, you know, sometimes you feel like life is a game that is rigged against you. Like you're just... You're the last kid in dodgeball. You're, you're not getting out alive. Like, and I think I saw. I think what happened was I saw a piece about cockfighting, and I I didn't realize until I saw that that they put razor blades on their claws. They give them. They arm these animals and have them kill each other. It's some fucked up gladiatorial shit, and I just. I don't know. And every single one of them is like a so, so, is a societally acceptable way to kill animals in public. That's like kind of a weird thing in very distinct and different cultures that these are accepted practices and I just uh, there's there's grand tradition behind all of them and so I wanted to write about them in grand terms to see if the acts themselves would support the language but yeah so it can't it's it's one half animal awareness and one half the pressures of life he yeah. starts being dramatic
0: yeah the, i think the thing i my takeaway with it and i mean it's it was just sort of when i first read it mm-hmm. was this idea of like animals are so often like it's their behaviors that are seen that seem like completely illogical and primal. Mm -hmm. But this poem kind of made it seem like not in comparison to us as animals. Like we are far more like we're the feral beings when it comes to this sort of stuff. Like if you think about the things we have created. Yeah. Like cockfighting. Like it's just insane. Like, that that someone's brain came up with this idea as entertainment. Yeah. Like, greyhound racing. It just seems like this insane idea to me. To To think that, like, people just logically thought, like, okay, yeah, we'll give these chickens razor blades. Like, <laughs> this rabbit's heart's going to explode at some point. Like, these things where not only did they come up with it, but everyone went along with it. Like none of us like they still question do that. Do it. That yeah, I mean, it's
1: still a thing. I mean, greyhound races, at least in this country, don't have an actual rabbit anymore. They have the little thing that goes mechanical on the thing. Track.
0: But still, like the treatment of greyhounds, mm-hmm. like that's another thing to altogether.
1: They're so skinny; it's not mm-hmm. healthy. I don't care how little the bathing suit is.
0: <laughs> okay, John Mullaney. Yeah. Um,
1: it's not good. You
0: definitely got Mulaney esque there. I actually... What's, what's funny is the timing of this was very interesting because, like, two days ago, I they were doing a whole uh, retired Greyhound event in my neighborhood. Oh. And what's great is, like, they're so loved. Like, they're so yeah. loved. And that's wonderful. But the fact that it's still a thing, kind of... I don't like it.
1: Yeah, that's a bummer. It's, like, a real solid bummer.
0: I like that I say, like, I don't like it. Like, this. It, it's just this huge... <laughs> what? She doesn't like... It? Yeah, of course. Like, it's it's... It's a. It's like maybe trees are nice. <laughs> oh my god! You hear her, everyone. Your...
1: Trees are nice. Quit saying shit about trees.
0: Mind-blowing opinions that you have, Miss Rice. <laughs> Water makes you feel hydrated. Yeah. More deep thoughts by me next episode.
1: Hold on, I can't write these down fast enough.
0: <laughs> I know. If only we were recording this. Patent pending. <laughs> all of this. My book of deep thoughts will be out next June
1: Mm. titled
0: just in time for, for some, for high school graduation. Nice. Things I think in bars.
1: Things I think in bars. Nice.
0: My go-to memoir. I, the other day said I was talking about, I see the, I see the moon. I'm walking under the shadow of the space needle and I'm carrying a banana peel poetry book. (laughs) Cause that was just my day.
1: Yep, that sounds about right.
0: Yeah.
1: I, yeah. I, I like to think that you can just associate any three random objects and it'll sound like a book of poetry.
0: Yeah, let's actually, let's end the podcast with three words that we all, that we can see.
1: Okay. Uh, jar. Dinosaur. Are, are,
0: okay. Oh, I thought we were each doing one. But, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. okay, here. We'll, how's about this? We'll build one. Okay. And then we'll build another one. So okay. me, you, me, and then you, me, me. Wait, okay. you, me, me. You know how this works. We just take turns. Yep. Like it's preschool. Okay, so. Let's do this. <clears throat> Flask. Quilt. Cable. Ooh.
0: Flask, quilt, cable. Ooh. All right. Foam.
1: Band-aid. Car. Ah, Foam Band-Aid Car by, Cher- by Sarah McQueen. It's a great little chapbook that just came out.
0: I really wanted to say quilt again.
1: Quilt. Quilt.
0: quilt. I was thinking quilted dinosaur car. Ooh. Those are the first three things I saw.
1: That sounds like Quil- a children's book, The Quilted Dinosaur Car.
0: It's like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but edgier. <laughs>
1: It's the edge, ooh, edgy <laughs> remake of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It's one part Night Rider, one part Fast and the Furious, one part Acid Trip,
0: <laughs> one part Mad Max Fury Road.
1: Yes, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
0: and the and the slogan is, let's get chitty.
1: Getting chitty with it. <laughs> When the chit hits the fan. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: yes. Um, this chit is personal. <laughs> chit
1: just got real. No, <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got you it. Got this it. is the last one. Okay? Dick Van Dyke is still around, so he'll be on the poster, and it'll just say, I'm getting too old for this chit.
0: <laughs> All right. We've rewritten Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and that's really all we can do
1: god bless america yeah. <laughs> and god Perfect. helps saudi arabia <laughs>